Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's three Prakim Rambam, Hilchai Shabbos, Prakim Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, and Yud Dalet, beginning with Perik Yud Beis. Perik Yud Beis is going to go through the final three of the 39 Melachas. We are up to Havara, kindling a flame, Kibui, extinguishing a flame, and Chaitzah, transferring from domain to domain. But we're going to have a lot of details, at least beginning in Perikut Beis, regarding Chaitzah. So there's Midashus, Lidashus. You have the Daladamas, Bidashus, Arabim. You have the concept of Akira and the Hanacha. It has to be Ashir, Hamoyel, Hazoirik, Hamoyshit, Kila Achayodik, and many details. And we're going to continue learning both in Perikut Gimel and in Perikut Dalad more about Chaitzah. Let us begin. Chavre Perik Yud Beis. Perik Yud Beis has 19 halachas, beginning with halacha Aleph. Says the Rambam, Hamavir, kindling a flame, even only kol shuhu, even the smallest amount, you're going to be chayiv. And just to begin with the Chassidah Shavart, that our mission in life is to kindle the flame within us and within our fellow Yid. And when it comes to that flame, if you succeeded, which we could and we will, even kindling the smallest amount, that's it, you succeeded. Because that's it. Once the person is on fire, they're on fire. So even kolsha was chashuf. Now says the Rambam, "Vuhu sheyehei tzarech le'efer." However, im loy avalim hivir derachashchasa. If you don't want the ash, now the Rambam is going to speak soon, my friends, about kindling a flame for cooking. That will be different. Then there'll be another shear. But if you're kindling, there has to be some constructive purpose. Then you're going to be potter. Why? Because of the rule. Because you are so the Magadishna adds, if we're looking to have some constructive purpose, if you're putting a fire, if you're lighting a fire to have something cooked, that has to be only going to be chayv if you put enough, or if you kindled enough fire, now, if a person is setting fire to the uh, grain pile of his friend, or if a person, God forbid, is burning down the house of his friend, then you're chayiv, you're not planning to cook, you don't need to have the ashes. But this is already the third time we're having this concept. The person vents his rage. And this is like someone who's renting his garments al mesoi. So the act of tearing is an act of kilkul. You're going to be chayv chatos. Why? Because, because you, you, you have to do it, you have to do kriya. Or if a person, God forbid, is angry. And they're, and they're externalizing it by rending, rendering a garment, ripping a garment. Huh? While he's in a fight with his friend. Because you're misakrin hain, eitzel, yitzron, hora. Now, the hain, hamadlik asaneir, if a person is lighting a candle, or yeho eitzim or wood, kedeilis hamim, Bain, whether it's to get warm from it, whether it is because you need its light, then you're chayiv because this is not an act of kilkul. Okay, if you are heating up iron in order to strengthen it, because that was the way. First you heat it up and then you put it into water and that strengthens it. told us mavid, and you are chayiv. I just want to point out that if in the sugi, if you remember the Gemara quoted the that says that. Uh, all of the mechalkel in our peturin, chutz michoivelo maver. And Rabbi Yechonon disagrees with that, if you remember. And, and the Raman Paschal is like Rabbi Yechonon. In other words, according to other opinions in the Gemara, it happens to be that by kindling a flame, 
I don't need, it doesn't bother me that there is a kilkul involved. But the Ramam is Mamish making it clear there has to be some tzoyrech in it. Constructive. There has to be a constructive act. Very good. Okay. Halacha base. Hamachabe kolshu. Now in the reverse. Kindling, now extinguishing. Kolshu. You know, however, Mamish until now, the shield needed for the one side is the same shield for the other side. So extinguishing, even only kolshu. Chayef. Echanamachabe saneid, whether you're putting out a candle, whether you're putting out a gachaloshal eitz. But if you're putting out a coal made out of metal, there, but you're not going to be violating a biblical violation. Why not for people who have the chayenu? So he quotes in the bottom from Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, who says the following. That when, when you have a fire that's fueled with wood and you put it out, then you are creating a charcoal, which is considered a new entity. That's why you're chayiv. But if it's made out of metal and you extinguish it, it's not considered a change. Unless, like we said before, if you heated it up to put it into coal to, to purify it, that's something else. Since you're not making something new, that's why here that I'm differentiates. Okay, right. But if the intent of extinguishing it, like we just quoted here in the footnote, is that that's the way people, that's the way um, blacksmiths would better their metals, making it stronger. That first It's It seals it or it strengthens it. You are now that we established that putting out a metal coal is only Again, we're going to learn. Now it's not about sad. Now it's about hezek arabim. If you have that in the public domain, you are a little mutter to put it out. In other words, the chachamim didn't even give it isur to begin with. It's only for people not to get hurt. You can put out a metal um, glowing coal. If you add. If um, oil inside a already lit lamp, your chayiv mishumavid and vahamistapik minasham and shabanet. If you remove oil from a lit candle, your chayiv mishumachabana. Here, if you remember, Toysvus holds. No, that's called gram kibui. It's not direct. If I add oil, if I take out oil, I'm not adding to the flame right now. I'm just going to extend its life. Gram kibui is not going to be a problem. Certainly not on a biblical level. But the Rambam Paskins, like those who hold, that when you add or when you take out, at that moment, you change the quality of the light. Remember that? We learned this not that long ago in the Gemara. You dim, you dim the lights when you take out oil. And that happens immediately. And for that, you're chayv. Let's go weiter. If a fire breaks out, so we already said before that if the reason why you're putting it out is because you want to save the, your house, then you're chayiv. Are you losing a few million dollars here for your closet in LA? And we said, if there's even a suffix, you put it out. The gadol. But if there's no one is going to die, you may not do it. So therefore, get, make sure all the people leave the home. When it's possible, again, we're saying this clear because there, every house was really standalone. It's only it's not going to extend to the neighbor, to the neighbor's neighbor. The Yanichu ate the light and lost the flyer, flock it in. Let him bring out the guns to Medina's old All However, even though you may not put it out, but there are certain things you are allowed to do. Now, the Ramam is going to speak about Gram Kibui. That what? You can make a Mechitzim, Bechol 
I'm not putting out the fire here, but I see the fire is going in the direction. The wind is blowing toward the north. So I put a couple of feet away, Kalim. So when the fire hits those Kalim, it puts like a firewall. And even if you're going to put and they crack when it gets hot, so the water is going to spill out. And even though it's a vadai, why is that? Now, just to add, whether the Ramam argues or not, that the Mordechai says, when do we say Gram Kibui? Gram Kibui is not Chayef. The Ramam is saying Gram Kibui is Mutter. So many of the add, it's only Mutter because you're saving your house of being burnt. There has to be a Tzoyrech, you know, losing money. And in other scenarios of Gram Kibay, at least other Rishonim say explicitly, like the Mardachai, that it's Pater Avalasur. Another case, you can put a, um, you can put a, a metal utensil on top of a fire. In other words, you see the fire, you see the ceiling getting blackened. It was too close to the ceiling. And you can put a metal plate to intervene between the fire and the flammable roof or ceiling that you're allowed to do. Similarly, other examples, all, all examples of Gram Kiboy, in all of these cases, you're saving money. Money loss. Teva Shido Migdo. Different types of, um, of, of, of wooden boxes. Sha'achas Behem Ha'ul. Fire already caught on one side of them. You are allowed to bring the, the Oir Gedi, the goat skin. It has a Koyach that if the fire is not huge, huge. It's going to put out the fire. The fire won't be able to go into it. On the other side, you can put it on the side. You're not doing it directly. Yes, when the fire will hit her, it will put the fire out. We're pushing, we're pushing the limits of Gram Kiboy. So there's already fire on a folded garment. And, it's, and, and if you open it up and you shake it out before you put it on, it's that little fire, it can put it out. You can do that. Wow. In other words, you see from these examples, we're going from you doing an act that's going to cause the fire to, put, to be put out much later to not that much later. This is already the border. Many people will say, what are you talking about? That's putting it out. No, I'm not touching the fire. I'm not touching the fire. I'm grabbing the garment and it's not a psikresha. That's why he's saying, if, im God forbid. Then open it up and read from it. Or another case, you can put water on the part of the scroll that the fire didn't catch yet. Now, says the Ramam, now the Ramam is going to give you a scenario where the Ramam will differentiate whether you did something b'shikha or whether you did something b'mezeh. If you let a candle lit on top of a, a, a shelf. So then, you can shake the shelf and it's going to cause the candle to fall. And if it will be extinguished, it will be extinguished. Now here, the whole question here will be, guys, that's already called psikresha. Because when you, when you put a little lamp on the ground, so the answer here would be that it's a psikresha. We don't have time to explain this right now, whether the Rambam subscribes to this, and that's the Raya. We never learned these words in the Rambam yet. I know we didn't learn Muksa yet. Uh, I mean, we didn't learn, uh, no, we, we learned um, in the Pedic Aleph. He never spoke about That's one way to explain this. But if you put it on purpose, now I know, guys, we're only starting Muks and Pedic. If you put it on purpose, then how can you shake off the tavlo when the tavlo is a boss? Even after the lamp is already extinguished, 
Which means, again, we're giving a heter that even when the fire is lit, means even according to Rab Shimon, that holds that once the fire went out, it went out. He doesn't subscribe to Migdus Katsoyla Ben Hashmoshes. In the first case, by Shokach, we're being lenient. We're being lenient. Even when the fire is lit, again, Lachorah, it's because you're saving your house of getting burnt down. So we're, 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 over, we're putting aside certain Yisuri Dirabaran. Halacha Zayin. I know we had a whole chapter regarding Amir Al-Akum, but the Ramam is going to write it in the context of Kibui. If a Goy is coming to put out a fire, so even though we're talking not a lot of Talim Kabeh, can't tell him put it out, but we're not obligated to tell him don't put it out. In other words, we don't have to tell him anything, even though he's doing something for us. And like we pointed out when we learned, I think it was Sunday, that if he does something that is a Metzius that remains for me, then I can't have Hanah from it. That's part of the Yisur of Amir Akum, even though I didn't tell him. Here he's not doing something that's a Metzius, he's putting out the Metzius, he's putting out the fire. And there's a money loss. I don't have to get involved. But if a minor yid, then we don't allow him to do it. When do we have to stop him if he's doing it, even though his father didn't tell him to do it, but he's doing it because he sees his father is in anguish and he's doing it for his father. That's a general rule when it comes to chinuch by very young children. But you're not allowed to be, you're not allowed to be a dayim, give him something that's not okay. You can't be a dayim, bring him over to the switch, he should shut off the light. You can't do that. But if he's doing it on his own, then you don't have to stop him. And finally, even when it comes to a goy, even though we said we're not allowed to tell the goy kabe, can't tell the goy, put it out, but you can make this remis. Here's the first time you're learning about a remis. You can tell a goy, listen, whoever will put out the fire won't lose anything. Which you are, you, are, you are implying that you're going to give him something. Depends how many times you did that to him before. Depends how much, you know, did you give him the, what your promises before. It might work if he trusts you. Now, Chavra, finally, we are going to the 39th Malacha. However, not in a good way, Mamish, the way the Gemara, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, was misadded many parakim and ilcha Shabbos regarding Chaitzah. The Rambam now, everything we had in the beginning of Shabbos, even though not in the Seder, it's going to begin with Chaitzah. So there's going to be, like we mentioned, many details regarding Chaitzah and Perikut Beis, and we're going to continue today in Yud Gimel and in Yud Dalat. Starting the final, it's the Ramam called it, Chaitzah Mereshus Lereshus. Chaitzah Mereshus Lereshus. Transferring an object from one domain to another domain. Now what's a domain, guys? Wait until Perikut Dalat. We'll learn that today. We're going to leave that for later. From one domain to another domain. That is a Melach Ma'avis Melachasi. Now, however, is actually more explicit in the written Torah more than the other ones. And he's quoting a pasuk in Vayakel when Moshe Rabbeinu told the Yidden, "Ish ish al yasu oid malach letrumas hakodesh." Enough! Don't bring any more donations. And what word did Moshe Rabbeinu use? Milacha. And what did the trader write afterwards? People stopped bringing. That's a source specifically regarding transferring, which is what happens when you donate something from your home and you go through the midbar and you go to give it to the Moshe Rabbeinu. Even though this passage is not connected to Shabbos, it doesn't matter. Moshe Rabbeinu referred to bringing donations, which is transferring. Don't do melacha. You know, this pasuk was donations that they were bringing was from one domain to the other. 
And indeed, in, in, the, in the Mishnah, in the Rambam, the 39th is called Chaitzah, Medeshus, Lideshus. Included in Medeshus, Lideshus, is carrying in the same Rishus Arabim. The Chaynal Rabbi Yashmua, from oral tradition, Shamai Vibrishus Arabim, Itchilas Abla Seif Arba. If you transfer, write a full four Amis, Harei who Kamaitzim Rishus, Lideshus, and Yachayv Midoiraisa, Karaskila Chatos, Halachetes. Now, in Amaitzim Rishus, Lideshus Chayv, Let's go with two shiurim. Whatever you are transferring has to be an object that has a sufficient size to achieve that which you want from this object. Has to be chashuv. The words here is shiur hamoyel. Number one. Number two. When it comes to hoitzah, hoitzah is comprised of two actions. If you have one action. And not both. That's not called chatzishir, which according to Rabbi Yechonin is asr midayraisa. You just don't get punished. This is called a chatzim melacha. Chatzim melacha means on a biblical level you're doing nothing. It's only asr midrabanan. What are the two actions, guys? This is a great review today. We're learning half of Masechta Shabbos today. That viyakoid mirishuzu. These are the words. Akira. Akira literally means you uproot it. Means you lift it up. It was stationary, and now you're putting it into motion. And Step number two, which is part of the same malacha, the yaniach, and you put it down. And we're going to be using these words, akira and anacha. If you did the first step, or if you did the second step, you didn't put it up. Or if you made a hakira and a hanacha, but it was less than the shiur hamoyel, ah, patur. Patur means you're chayiv medrabanan, right? Asur. But it's patur from a oynish. Same thing is hamaver mitchilas arba l'soif arba b'roshus arabim. That mipiyah shmua is also included in this thirty-nine. You need to have these two things. It has to be akira and a hanacha, and it has to be a shiur hamoyel. And a chayv atziyaka kishiur that there, ha- there is a minimum amount, like almost all of the other hilchas shabbos. I know today we began with the kindling of flame, but other than that, b'tzad zeh the yanicha b'tzad achetz. Now let's go next halacha yud. You didn't transfer, meaning you had something in your arm, in your hand, and then you walked it over. You threw it. says the Magad Mishnah that Moishet means you're dragging an article on the ground. That's what the Rambam means. Hareza told us, it's as if you didn't drag it. It's as if you carried it, even though you threw it. Or you dragged and you chayiv, with all the same three conditions. There has to be an akira and a hanacha kishir hamoyel. The chayin hazoyrek oy hamoyshet metchilas arba lo soif arba hareza toldois hamoytzi vechayiv. And then, however, hazoyrek la achayad. If you throw it in an unusual way, and we're going to learn a lot about that later, just like when you carry kila achayad, you're going to be potter. Same rules will be also potter. Halacha yudalf. Another detail. Hamoytzi mixas achayvus minushus mishteirushus elurushus shenia. If you transferred an object, but it wasn't the entire object, you're going to be putter. Guys, you have to remember this halach yudalaf for pedik yudalid when we're going to be speaking about the four the four domains, and you're bringing something. You know, but we're going to learn that the rishus only goes up until ten tefachim. If something was, if some of it was above the ten tefachim, makim to it or in the ten tefachim, this will be connected to this. Whenever you speak about transferring, it's about all of the object is in that second domain. And, the, and now what happens if you have a box or a basket that has in it many little shtikalach? 
You have candies in it. You have the mustard seeds. So some of the mustard seeds are fully Bereshul Sarabim. But the box, some of it is still Bereshul Sayachid. So how do you view? The Rambam is going to say that everything that's in the box is considered box. And if some of the box or the container is still in the original Rishus, even though the individual items or many of them, which is enough Kishir Hamayl, is in the other Rishus, you're going to be potter. is very little. And most of it you took out from one Rishus to the other. But the sum of the boxes in the original domain, Patur, the Kali makes everything into one thing. If you take out something with, you, with your right hand or your left hand, or whether you have it on your bosom, or you have money that are tsurudim, or the money is besedina. I mean, these are all of the usual ways of you carrying this specific item. Then you're chayiv. Furthermore, if you put something on your shoulder, you're chayiv. People carry stuff on their shoulders. And and my shoulders are above ten tefachim. We're going to learn in two chapters from now that above ten tefachim is not considered rishus arabim. When am I chayiv chatos mirishus ayachad rishus Let us say that if something is on my shoulder, it's above ten tefachim. We don't say that. Because everything is ultimately learned from how things were transported. As it says, guys, this is Parshas Nasi. Right? The Bnei Kahas were not given the wagons. Ah, they carried everything on their shoulders. So we view your shoulder as if it's on the ground. And if the ground is Rishul Sarabim, boom, bam, then you have Rishul Sarabim. Halacha Yud Gimel. Avol, Hamoitzi La'achar Yodoi. Right, just like he said at the end of Allah Yud, that's really coming from here. That Hamoitzi, the normal carrying out, if you do it in an unusual way. Now many people have a gear so here, Beraglay, if you have a, if you're learning the Chayenu, they took it out. That was a mistake. I think everyone has you took it out on the other side of your hand, or you took something out with your foot, or you took something out in your mouth, or Bemarpeko, you had it in your elbow bend, or in your ear, or in your hair. Or if you had a kiss, if you have some sort of pocket or wallet that's turned upside down, now people would do that because their mouth, the opening of that, of, that, uh, of that pocket is very narrow, I'm just explaining. So it would serve as a proper pocket for some articles, but it's very unusual for people to take things out, even large articles, it can fall out. Or if you carry something between two garments, you know, you don't have a pocket, but you're squeezing it in between your kapata and your shirt. Or you're squeezing it in between your shirt and your undershirt. Or, your or in the hem of your garment. Look inside the hem of your kids for Pesach. You'll see stores of candies in there. Or in your shoes or in your sandals. All of this is patr. Is saying that it's, um, if you carry it in an unusual manner? Or is he listing the specific manners that he considers unusual? Very good. So certain things Halacha considers unusual and certain things will depend on the Makayim as will have an Halacha Yudalad. Exactly. Which is carrying on your head. And that's how do we view the world. There are some places in the world that people carry everything on their heads. But we, but Reiv of the Oilam only carries certain things on their heads. So let's go. Hamoitzi Masi al If you're schlepping something on your head, If it's something very heavy, like a sack, And not only do you carry it on your head, but to lean it, to make sure that it doesn't fall off, to give it its support, you also grab onto it with your hand. That's Chayev Shkein Darach Hamitzin. And the Nimtzak might say, It's like carrying something on your shoulder. However, Avalam, look at Chayev, it's kal, but if you take something that's very light, 
For example, a garment or a knife or a book and you put it on your head and you take it out and even, even if you're not holding onto it with your hand, which means that your head is giving it full support, still you're going to be potter. Now, surely the Ramah wants to add over here, if you are in a location that dear people don't do it. I, some places people do it, you go after Roy for Oilam. Next, here we're going back into something that we're going to learn in Pedic Yudalad, my friends, that what? That Lamaila Masara Tvachim, the Rashus Arabim, is not Rashus Arabim. Doesn't matter. If it's on your body, like we quoted, on your shoulder, on your head, you got a problem. Within the four Amis, you can, you can transport something. Now, now, my friends, until the end of this Patek, let me say it by heart, there are two huge leniencies that we're going to have regarding this four by four. Number one, normally, we do say shiurim over here. Ama, like we said yesterday, we were learning about the other, the sit and the zeres, and ama means from the tip of my middle finger until the end of my elbow. That's my ama. Do you measure those four amas based on my amas? Which would mean that if I'm a oig malachabash and a giant, I can carry much more? So the answer is, lekula yes, lechumra not. So the midget won't be limited to smaller four amas. But if punk dub is talang election, you'll have more. That's number one. I'll say the whole pedic until the end. Number two, another big leniency. When you say four by four amas, how do you measure it? Don't forget the diagonal of four amas. There's a there's a there's a Talmudic formula. The formula is kol amsa, uh, kol amsa biribua is as amso tre chumsha amsa ba'alach soino, which means that four by four amas. If you were to measure the diagonal, you would get very approximately close to five point six amas. So we're going to actually see that we're going to give within four by four mamish mutter b'rishusar if it's less than the diagonal, because I'm going to argue, let me make it a diagonal, it's going to, you're not going to be chayiv. You're only going to be chayiv if it's more, the 4 by 4 will become 5.6. Now let's read everything inside. It says that Rambam, that uh, in middle of Tezvav, Guys, lakula, lakula. Which means if you're a giant, and your arm is not the 18 inches or the 19 inches, your arm from the, from the middle finger until the tip of your elbow, I don't know, let's say by you, it's 24 inches, 2 feet. So you know what? You have the 2, the two feet times 4. Yeah, you have the, uh, you know, 4 amas. On the other hand, if you are a nanos, then we do give you the leniency, we give you a larger 4 amas. Another thing, when it says in Parshas Bishalach, means that in the 4 amas you can do what you want. Which means that you are, there's, as we're going to see soon, in real four by four amas, shuki, you can mamish be If you have two people and they are near each other in the public domain and therefore amas overlap one with the other, my friends, in the overlapped area, they can share their stuff. You can bring food in the middle. One person cannot carry it into the others. 
But I am allowed to carry it even though this area overlaps with the other. There's a chiddush because you might think that we're going to be chayish. That if I'm allowed to carry it into the overlapped area, I might carry it into your foramas, which is beyond my foramas. We don't say that. Furthermore, if there are three people, and then one in the middle overlaps with the one to the right and the one to the left. You know what? The one in the middle can, can, can bring into... Everyone can take up their, four, their complete four amas. Even though the guy to the right has no overlap with the guy to the left, and they, they may not bring their things into the one to the left. But we're not afraid that if you're mad to them to do in the overlap, they'll, do, they'll go beyond it. However, since I'm allowed to bring my, my thing into the overlap, now guys, unlike we're going to learn next week in Hilchus Eruvin, you know, when it comes to the Tchum Shabbos, that, that an item is Koyne Shvisa, the item cannot go beyond the 2,000 Amas of its owner, not when it comes to transferring. So imagine, if me, there's a train of people, every person is within the four Amas of the other. If I can bring it into the overlapped area and put it down there, because I picked it up within my four and I put it down within my four, but then that's also within your four, you can pick it up and move it further. The, the third guy can pick it up and move it further. As long as every person is keeping that item within their Daladamas, you can take an item and move it a thousand miles on Shabbos. Mutar l'chatchila. Wow. Does this, item, does this item have to change ownership? No, no, it does not. It does not. Uh, so I guess, uh, Rabbi Chain. when it comes to Hilchus Eiduvin, we don't say this. That's the Chiddush. By Eiduvin, the item is bound to the, to the 2,000 Amas of the owner. Here, here, we're not, here we're speaking about the carrying in a city. Here it's not about Tchumen. Here it's about Hoytzah. As far as Hoytzah, I don't care who the owner is. Clear. Mutter, not potter only. Mutter. Beautiful. Really, I'm allowed to carry within the square four by four. So therefore, it comes out that if I'm going to carry in the diagonal, guys, when you make a perfectly square box, but you measure the diagonal, the diagonal is going to be a lot bigger than the four. How much will it be? It'll be five amas and, and, and three fifths. Three-fifths, my friends, here, I'm just saying it's going to be 5.6 Amas. But when the Rambam says, You know what the word Chayev means? What does Eina Chayev mean? Eina Chayev doesn't mean Mutter. Eina Chayev means, you're not Chayev, but, but Pater. It's this leniency that the four Amas grows to within 5.6 is only to take away the Doiraisa, but it means also the Rabbana. That's... In other words, you have four by four, if I carried it less than four amas, Danny, mutter. But the Ramam is writing in Allah Yudchas that really the four by four, you go by the diagonal. So the four by four is really 5.6 by 5.6, because no matter where I'm carrying, I'm arguing, I'm carrying it in the diagonal of the four by four. That only takes away the chiv doi You're not chayiv. When will you be chayiv? You're not chayiv, but it's asr. Why does Chayev mean? Then you're only potted. So, in other words, um, so you make a circle. You make a circle of wherever the I, wherever do best, wherever you are, and the circle is really that from the 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 diagonal of the circle is five point six. 
the diagonal of the circle because if you have a 5.6 circle you can insert in it a box of 4x4 four four and the corners won't protrude outwards Kevin is, the biblical Daladamas is a square the biblical Daladamas is actually a circle that's what we're saying the biblical the rabbinic Daladamas is a square Saying it's the opposite, meaning the rice they give you a square. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it back. Okay, very good, very good. So the Ramam says, Shuki, let's go with the words of the Ramam. So the bottom line is, is that Halacha Yutches only takes it away, and if you are within the 5.6, it's not Mutter, you're not Chayev. I'll word it. Biblically, biblically, you have a circle. But rabbinically, you only have a square. Not to violate. So therefore, If you pick something up in the public domain, and you put it down in another place in the public domain. If from the Akira to the Hanacha, it was Ad Arba, it was a drop less than four Amas, a drop less than four Amas, now you're Mutter. Mutter means not even, not even Midrabanan, not even Midrabanan. You violated nothing. And like we mentioned before, so I can carry something less than four amas. Just look what the item is. The item is here. Carry it less, 3.9 amas. Then if, if that happens to be within you, where you are, you carry it 3.9 and 3.9 and go chamomile. If from the place of the Akira to the place of the Anocha, four, four amas or more, but it's still within the chamesh amas, ushloish chumshay amas, it's still within the five and three-fifths of an amam, which is 5.6 amas. Even though I'm violating rabbinic law, I didn't violate biblical law because biblical law it's a circle. That's That's what God meant when He told him Yechayev. Like we mentioned in the beginning, today it's all about Hoytzah. So we learned many details in Pedikud Beis, but now we're going to be learning about the whole idea of Dalid al Dalid. That you have to pick it up from a place that's four tvachim by four tvachim. You have to put it down on a place that's four tvachim by four tvachim. Even though the Yad Shal Adam doesn't have four tvachim, we'll see exceptions to that. We're going to be learning um, throwing it from Rishus Hayachet to Rishus Hayachet, Rishus Rabbim be'emtza, Rishus Rabbim to Rishus Rabbim, Rishus Hayachet be'emtza. Guys, these are many dafim in Masech the Shabbos. So let's go. The Pedicute Gimel has 22 halachas, beginning with halacha aleph. Says the Rambam, This is this malacha of transferring an object from one domain to the other. Or, for Amas B'Rishos Arabim. Chutz La'ab Amas Chayiv. When is that? Guys, remember this. At she'yakod me'al gabi mokim she'yesh bay arba'ot fachim al arba'ot fachim. If you lifted it up, you made the akira, the object was stationary. On what? I don't care on what substance, but I care size. On something that was at least four by four tvachim. Guys, just to remember a mnemonic. There's four amas and four tvachim. How do you remember which is which? So arba, alef, reish, beis, ayin, is amas. Whenever there's an added hey, remember this. Arba, oh, that's tvachim. Has to be four by four tvachim or more. So the akira has to be ma'al, makim, arba, al arba, and you have to put it down on a place on arba, on arba. So now the problem will be, we all learned the first Mishnah and Shabbos, right? The Balabas and the Ani, you're, pick, you're taking it from his hand, you're putting it on his hand. My hand, <laughs> maybe I, when you open up your fingers in one direction, you can say it's more than a tefach. It's not four by four tefachim. 
So says the exception. Says halacha beis yadish aladim. The hand of a person who chashuv like arbal arba or it's like four by four. And therefore, if I uprooted something from your hand, let's say you're standing outside, and I took something off your hand and I put it in the hand of someone who's standing in another domain, I'm chayiv. Even though both the akira and the hanacha was just from a hand, the hand is chashuv like arba arba. This is not the only exception. If you're standing in any one of these two domains, the domains we're going to speak about in the next chapter. So the Ramam is beginning here, on, at least here, he's leaving things for later. And I am standing in my house and I extend my hand outwards. And I took the object out of the, the, the street on the ground of the Rishus Arabim or from a person who's standing there. I didn't put it down on someone else's hand. Guys, halt up. I didn't put it down on someone else's hand. I just brought it to me. The Yadi Elov, I'm also Chayev. I lifted it up, either from the ground or from your hand, but the guy was passive. I lifted it up from your hand, and I brought it into me. So he's covering everything. First of all, hand is like Arba Arba. Number two, I, I, I have to make an Akena Hanacha. Did I make a Hanacha? Yes, I did. Because now my hands stop moving, my hands now go, my feet are stationary. And I'm standing on the ground indoors. Let's say it's from Rishus Aram, Rishus Ayachad, and Ayukam Munachbarat. If I'm eating while I'm walking out from my house to the street, don't forget we learned about Mesasek, we learned about Melechas Machsheves, he's adding it in. If I'm mindful about it, I knew that I have something in my mouth. Is a mouth four by four? Yes, for here. The same idea. Chayev. It's a side of mesasik. The fact that I intended to carry something while I'm eating it, while I'm, you know, I, I didn't use the word carrying it, but I'm eating it. And I'm carrying it. It's going with me. That makes it chosh of In America, Another example. person is in one of these two domains, and he's urinating, or he's spitting into the other domain. I, again, it's, it, it, the question is, it's not coming, the fact that I did that mindfully, it's as if it's if it's arba'a. I, there's no four by four. However, if a person is indoors and the tip of their member is outside already and then they urinated their potter, because we don't look, remember that whole story, we don't look at the bladder, the bladder is inside the house. But the piha'am is outside the house, so it only made the akira already if you're standing in one of these two domains, and you extended your hand to the other domain, and you took water, that's you took water from a pit, which is full of water, what's the chiddish? And you said you have to make an akira from four by four. How do you view the water on top of the well? Where is it resting on? If, it's, if, you would, if you were to view the water on top of the pit as if the water itself is floating, then the water was never stationary. Then you would not be chayef. But we view the whole water as if all of it is laying on the bottom of the pit, which is on the ground. Aval, however, in contrast, if there was a keli tzofla gabamayim, if there is a if there is a cup floating on the water, and you have peiros in the keli, right outside your door, but it's a bit of shusarabim, 
right? And you put your hand out there. And you took the, the peta, you took the apple that's floating in the bowl, that's floating on the water, you didn't make a real Aikido. Because it, was, it wasn't even stationary. It wasn't even resting. It was floating. No, it's, it, no, it's anything that's, that's moving is going to be excluded from the Chi of Dayan Isa because of Arba. How can you say Arba? It wasn't stationary. It was moving. Why do you need Arba? Why is it that's because that's the meaning. Because we include it in that. No, that's the Pshat. No, it's not an Akira. It, it, no, that's the meaning. It's, it, if something is not stationary or if something is stationary unless it's Arba, it's the same thing. It's not called stationary. The Kaili is not Arba, Arba. Even if the keli is at a ball or about tzvika. even if the keli is at the fact that it's floating on water, very good. But doesn't when he pick it up, it become inside his hand, just No, but once once you once it came into your hand, not from a non, if it was already moving, then it's not a, then it's not a biblical violation. It has to be stationary for you then to say you made an akira. Even more, if the fruits themselves were floating on the water. That's it, because by the, by the keli, there was one sheet in the Gemara that says that the keli is stationary. You're oikidit from the keli, tzik, and then you would say that if the keli has four by four, you're chayef. We don't even say that. There's no need to say if the fruit is directly on the water. If there's oil floating on water, we don't, water is one gush. Oil and water are two different things. And if you scooped up the oil, so we don't say the shaman was laying on the bottom of the pit. No, the shaman is floating on top of the water. There was no proper, there was, it was not stationary. Thus, you had no akira. Thus, you're not chayv midoraisa. Halacha 5. Kvar omarnu, she'ena moitzi minashus halushus chayv at shiyakar v'yanich. You have to have both akira and anacha. Avala makar v'loi niach, if you only did one, or hinech v'loi akar, you are potted. Therefore, give a halt cup over here. Mi l'fikach misho, you are ba'achas m'shtei d'shuyas. If you are standing in one domain, I'm always going to use the example, like the Mishnah does, the balabais is standing indoors. Upashat yodol l'shus shaniyah, and he extended his hand with something, and... The notal achar mimen, the ani outdoors took it from your hand. Halskop, yeah? That means you did not do the hanacha. They took it. Now we already learned before that when they take it and they're standing, that is the hanacha, but they made the hanacha. Oishinosan achar liyodi chayfets. Or the opposite, you put your hand outdoors. You put, like the ani put his hand inside the house. And the balabas put something in the hand of the ani, but you understand? But the hand of the ani is still in the house. So you, the Balabas, when you put it in the hand of the Ani, it's still under the Shusayachit. He took it out, but when he took it out, you can't say he made the Akira. He didn't make the Akira. You made the Akira. He only did the Hanacha, Guys, this is the first Mishnah, Meshach L'Shavos. Halacha Vav. Bamed Varamamurim, hold your heads. Bamed Varamamurim, that what? That, that the one who took it is Potter, in my case, that the Ani who put his hand in the house and, and, and you put it in his hand. So he didn't do Akira. And then he put his hand out that he's Potter. That's only that if the hand was above three Tfachim of the ground. The hand in the house, he doesn't have to put it down. The fact that he's stationary and he's not walking, that's called the Hanachim. That's the whole sukh. The first five daf of Shabbos is all about the hand over here.
closer to, to the ground, very good, which means, and then, the very good. The Rambam is speaking about the opposite case, but both Takeda and the Hanacho, any Lavud. I want you to know that the Rambam here doesn't speak about the hand touching the ground, but within three Tfachim, which has the din of Lavud. We're going to learn today that Rambam is very lenient. In many other cases, he's going to say that not only does it have to be within three Tfachim of the ground, that has to touch the ground even if it's not stationary on the ground, as we'll see soon. But here it doesn't make any mention of a touching the ground. Halacha 7. You are in one of these two domains. Quick, quick. There's Akira and Anacha. Anacha can be moved in a pen. Akira has to be an action. Does that make sense? Hanacha is taking something... Your hand's stopping to move. That's considered Anacha. Hanacha means something is now stationary. How do you define stationary? So Halacha says that if it's your hand and your body, if your feet are stationary, even if my hands are moving, it's called a Hanach. Got it. But having something in your hand is not considered an Akira. You need to move something. An Akira is only if I took it up from a place that was stationary. Very good. So my second. So therefore, Rabbi Chen, if my hand is in someone else's domain and they put it into my hand, that's what we are just saying. We don't say that that's the Hanacha. And now, therefore, when I take it out, I made Akira and Hanacha. As long as my hand is Lamaila Mishloisha, Shloisha, or above, not Lamaisha, three or above, then the Akira already happened. All I did is the Hanacha. I'm in one of these two domains. And my friend extended his hand from another domain and he took a Chafetz, Miyazam Rishuzum. Right? He took something from my hand and he brought it to him. Or if someone else. Someone standing out, I'm standing indoors, and I move my hand out, and I put it in the hand of the Ani. What did the Ani do? Nothing. I put it in his hand. The one who was standing did nothing. The Chaveiro, he did everything. The Chaveiro is Chayef. Again, based on the rule that a hand is like four by four. It means if I put my hand outside and I put bread in the, in the hand of an Ani, I made the Akira and I made the Hanacha. Very good. To make things uh, more exciting, Kevin has pictures which confuse you more than the Ramah. If you're standing one of these to the. It's good, we need some joy over here. Al-Gabab means something was put on the back of your hand. Okay? Same thing. In other words, if something was placed in my hand, when my hand was in one domain, it was already placed in my hand, and then I walked into another domain, me beginning to walk is the Akira, me stopping to walk is the Hanach, I did both, I'm Chayef. But Pneisha Akira's Gufoy, when my body begins to move, when there's something on my body that's not a garment, that's called carrying, is Kakira's Achayef, it's Moesha the Shus. My stopping my legs, Va'amidose, Ba'oisa Achayef, it's Kanoch Azahev, it's Kakoshanabo. From walking with, a, with something in my hand or on the other side of my hand, but I didn't stop. Imagine I'm in my house and I'm walking in and out. Walking in and out and in and out and in. As long as I didn't stop, I did nothing yet biblically. Because you made akira. When did I make the akira? When I moved my feet, when I was standing in my house, the moment I moved outside holding something, that's the akira, but I didn't stop. Now he's saying another nuance. If a person stops while, while they are carrying something, but the kavana of their stopping is to affix it better. You have a backpack, you have something on, the, on your head, and you want to straighten it out. That's not called stopping. 
And we're going to use that consistently. Even if you stop, but you only stop. Lesaken is not stopping. Only if you stop to rest. That's called stopping. Stopping here would be anoch. If you have something on your back and you're running the entire day. So what did we learn? But as long as you're running, now the Ramam has a chumrah here. And he says that you have to be running. If you're walking, you're not going to be chai, but it's going to be asr. If you're walking your regular way, it's not, it's not midaraisa because Chazal were afraid that when you have something on your back, if you are not doing something unusual for yourself to remind yourself, I have something in my hand, I may not stop, you might stop accidentally. Okay. The typical example, you are going to your destination, you're walking with something, you thought you'll make it there before Shabbos, you didn't, it's Shabbos right now. And it's worth a lot of money. So one solution will be, run until you get home. So you're not doing... When Shabbos came in, you are already in motion. You didn't even make an Akira here. And when you get to your destination, now you're only going to be making a Hanacha, which is to begin with Asr Midr So another thing that Amam holds, that you should throw it into your home, Okay. And why do you need... Once it, yes, because you were in motion. So here, the, very good. The only problem here is, the, now the question is, why do you even have to do it? Many commentators say, because the Ramam is afraid that a person might stop the moment they come home when they're still outside. And even if you made a stop, even if you made a hakira, then, 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 then you're doing If you were, something was in the public domain, and you walk less than the Arba Amas. Guys, the Arba Amas that we learned at the end of last chapter, you walk 3.9. That means you didn't even violate uh, carrying Midrabanan. And then you walked another four Amas. And then you walked another four Amas. You know what the din is? Mutar. But let's be consistent. When is it mutar? Only Bisha'amad Lanuach. If you stopped to rest, right? We just said, if you stop to adjust a garment, it's not called stopping. If that's not called stopping, it's going to be a Chumr here then this is not a pause. The next time you'll stop will be the Hanukkah. And therefore, when you will stop then you'll be Chayiv. But for who? When, you'll, when will you be Chayiv? If when you stop in the next stop, you don't get Lanuach. We're very consistent with this Halach. If you have a pole or a spear, Right, which is very big, a very, a very skinny, long or tall utensil, and it's laying on the ground, and you picked up the you picked up one side, so you have an item, and the way you're moving it, chavra, is that you're going like this, you're going like this. That means you never picked all of it up, you only picked up one side, and you pushed it forward. You never were oiked at lagamre. There was always some of it on the ground. And you pick up the other end and you push it ahead. Until you moved it many million, many kilometers, you did not violate a biblical violation. Why? Because a yakira means all of it was lifted up. But that's because some of it was stationary. What happens if you did not lift it up, but you're dragging it? This is a kasha on the Magad Mishnah who says before, 
about uh, Moshech, the Ramam, when he speaks about dragging, he uses the words Gororoi. But anyway, let's go right. No, when you're rolling something, the chir, when I'm rolling something, the entire article is moving at the same time. Halacha Yudbeis. Now let's speak about intent. If I'm in my house and I lifted up something, when I lifted it up, my intention was to put it down in my house. Which means that this Akira was a Akira Hamuteres. We don't call that an Akira. Herst Yidin. When I picked it up, my intention was to put it down in my house. Then I just changed my mind. I forgot it was Shabbos. And now I decided, you know, it's already in my hand. I might as well take it to my neighbor. The Nimlach Baderech. Baderech in your home. While you're already in motion. You're going to be exempt from a biblical level. Because when you picked it up, it wasn't Bikhavana to put it down. The Nim says, Without a biblical Akira. Another example where there is no Akira. I picked something up. And I put it on my friend when my friend was already in motion. So th- there's no Hanacha now. And then I'm going to take it off my, the back of my friend when he's still in motion. Prior to my friend stopping, even though I picked it up, even though I picked it up, so I made an Akira, but that's not called putting it down because it, would, it was not stationary. See, unlike Tzvik, when you put something in my hand when my feet are on the ground, I don't care if my hand is moving. My hand goes after my feet. But if my feet are moving, then there's no Hanach yet. I'm throwing something. Now, someone else caught it, or a dog caught it prior to it resting, or it got burned, potted. Now, you can argue it fell, someone else grabbed it, so that's a hanacha. No. That was not the intended hanacha. I want to add another nuance we're going to learn later. If you're playing American football, then even if my intent was not to win, but I'm playing with my son, I want him to catch it. If he was not standing in the location where he caught it, that also won't be called a hanacha. We're going to get to that later. But here he's not focusing on that. He's focusing it on the fact that if I wanted it to fall on the ground and it made its resting in a place to which I did not intend, just like the Akira has to be with intent, the Hanach also. That means if I'm playing ball and you're stationary, then I'm going to be Chayiv. But the dog, if that was your intent? Then I'm going to be Chayiv if the dog did not move. Ah, you need to have Dalad Dal Dalad. We said the same thing. You know, even if it's in the mouth of a dog. You know, that's what we learned before, is machshiv that place. Allah 14. If I threw something, but there was, that item has a string, and the string is in my hand. I will never be chayv midoy raisa. As if I'm able, after it rests, for me to push it back to me, that's called patir. Shadeh Many people do this with their kids. They never give the kids independence. They think so. They try to convince their kids, but they have the string in their hand. That's terrible. No, you don't leave the. You don't let let laws them up. How are you saying, Dino? Um, sorry, going back for a second. I want to get my ball to my neighbor's house. They don't have a ball. They have an arrow. Can I have two kids like throw, throw, throw until we get to the arrow section? Don't do that. If, uh, well, there's many different. You know, going from one domain to the other without an aid of is not going to be allowed. Here, 
Doesn't matter. You can't go from one domain to the other. You can't do that. Here, if I threw something and it landed on my fellow's friend, here's the key, here's another nuance. Forget about intent. No, let's go to if I threw it to you and it fell into your hand, who did the Hanacha? I did the Hanacha. But the Imnekar Potter. Even though it fell in my friend's hand, since the Makaim of its resting was not there when I threw it, I'm going to be exempt from a biblical obligation. And therefore, the same thing to me. What happens if I throw a ball over there and I run and I catch it? Same idea. I threw something high up, more than Daladamas, and I run and I'm a Kabbalit. Either in someone else's domain or in the Chutzla Arba Amis, I'm also going to be potter. Just like we learned in the beginning of Allah Tazvav. What's the place of its resting needed to be there while I made the Akira? That's no, that's for there to be a Hanachi Gemura. Machshavas means if I threw it and I wanted it to land on the ground, even if you did not move, but you stuck your hand out and you grabbed it, I'm also going to be potter because I didn't want it to land in your hand. That's the machshavas. Here I'm throwing it in a place, you, and I wanted you to catch it, but like playing ball, but I needed for you to run a little bit. I'm also going to be potter. Because the place of the hanacha was not present when I threw it. Now we're beginning another topic. I'm throwing it from one of to Rosh Now in the cure case, Dina, really, from one private domain to another private domain, to begin with, there is no biblical violation of transferring. That's another topic. So now we're going to focus on that. So I'm throwing it from Rosh to Rosh Let's take out the later day, Surah de Rabbana. Problem here is, is that there was a public domain in between. Since it did not rest in the Rishos Arabim, Potter. And why Potter? Because you can't transfer it if they belong to two different people. For who, when do we say that, that I'm Potter? Here we go, guys, this nuance. Only if the item, when it flew through, it flew through above three Tfachim. Three Tfachim were higher from the ground of the public domain. But if it flew within, now guys, the Rambam is very lenient. He adds something. It's not enough that it was within three amas, uh, three t- within less than three tvachim off the ground, but it also has to rest here, even though it was not on something that's four by four. But it needs to rest, even though it rested for a second. And the nekar, or it didn't rest at all, it kept on rolling, it was just rolling. And the yotzah ooh, if it's within three and the nach. You know what I actually did? I did and then I'm also going to be potter. Now guys, hold up. You know what I'm potter? Listen to this. I'm only potter if in the Rishusarabim we combine them together. If I don't have the Dalad by Dalad. If it went three Amas in this Rishusarabim I don't care about the Rishul Sayyachid, I get that. But it went three Amas and the other Rishul Sarabim. Forget about the Rishul Sayyachid. Then I did more than the Alad Amas with Rishul Sarabim. Then I'll be Chayev. Potter means I'm Potter because it's not transferring from Rishul Sarabim to Rishul Sayyachid back into Rishul Sarabim. But the Im Avar Achayev is by Parchas Mishlech, same thing. If in the private domain it was, first of all, less than three Tvachim and Agnachamol, the Nach Al Gabim Mashu, 
even though it began to move. And therefore, I carried something into two different public domains. That's the key we made before. We combined them. Chayev. Do combine. If it would stop in the middle, it would break it. But I didn't. It, would, it went straight. I'm passing. I'm passing over. Okay. Now look at this. Look at this nuance over here. So it's from to There's a Rishus Rabim. Here, here the item, see there's something stationary. The person who's carrying is stationary. He's just carrying from here to there. In the Mishkan, in the Mishkan, they had wagons on one side of the road and they would transfer the beams from one wagon to the other. The wagon had a din of a Roshul Sayyachad, as we'll learn in the next chapter. There, the road had a din of a Roshul Sarab. And that was called, that's called the Malach. But that's only because they were on the same side. Ironically, here we see it has to be exactly the same. If there's a Rosh Hashayachad on one side, and a Rosh on the other side, and there's a Rosh Hashayachad and someone is not moving, they're stationary, but they're bringing it from here and putting it there, that's not like the desert. Let's go read inside. Even though you are transferring it over the Rosh over the ear of Rosh Hashayachad, which means even though it's going above 10 Tfachim off the ground, why are you high? Because that's what they did in the base of Mingdash. That they were Moishit and Asakrashim. They would transfer over the, the, the beams that became the walls from one wagon to the, to the other wagon. But again, they, they didn't do it across the street. All of the wagons were parked on the same side of the street. But there was some space between one wagon and the other. And the Levi was standing actually under the Shusarabim and he was schlepping the beams from here to there. So he was going over to the Shusarabim. As we'll see in Pedic Yudalat. If it's exactly the way it was done in that they were both on the same side, one behind the other, one in front of the other. You understand? They were lengthwise. Like the, these wagons that as we were traveling through the desert, one was behind the other. So there, it was over the Rishusarabim on the same side of the street. That means opposite one the other. Think about this case, guys. You, you forgot. Here again, we'll differentiate. Forgetting or bemazed. And your hand is filled with fruits. Dina's case. And you're taking it out of your yard, you're giving it to your neighbor. You go, by the way, this case is not your case. This case is that you're going over the Rishusarabim. So what did we say? We said that if my house, imagine there's my house, there would be some space in between the two Rishus. In the case we would have a dinner of Rishusarabim, that's what we said. We're not allowed to do it. I can't put it in the other Rishusayachit. But prior to me bringing it into my neighbor, I realized, oh, I'm not allowed to do it. And I realized that while my hand was within the tent fachim, which is the worst case scenario. So the din is, I'm allowed to bring it back to me. You extend it? And I bring it back. Right now, and then you pull it back. No problem, because I did nothing. 
I did nothing. I made a akira in my Rishosayachet and I made a hanacha in my Rishosayachet. I didn't do anything bad. Avo lachnitz lo yisur chatzur shniya asur. Because I should not do what I, what I intended to do. I wanted to put it down over there where he said, we're not allowed to do that. However, that's all because it was a shoyge, I'm allowed to bring it back. When you, if you ever got punished, that was my day punishment in Cheder, go stand in the corner and pick up your hands and leave it up. Where did they get it from? From this din? This is all from God. Not in the case of the Cheder, but in this case. But if you extended your hand, be it. I knew I'm, I'm not allowed to give it to my friend, but I did shuv in the middle. No, you're going to pay your price for this truva. You can't bring it back. They gave you a penalty that what? Let your hand stay hanging until it gets dark. Ah, That fixes everything. All about machshava. If I intended, listen to this logic, guys. This is amazing. I wanted to throw something eight amas, but it happened to be that I'm a terrible thrower. And it landed, first case, before, before the eight amas. But it went, it went, it went four. I'm going to be chayef. Why am I chayef, guys? I'll tell you why. Because if I wanted to throw it eight, four is included in the eight. Sharei nasa shir hamalacha, plus. V'nasa is machshafto, what you want it happened. Shahadavar yudua. It's known that something cannot go to the end of eight if it doesn't previously go by the four. Because if you want to go to New York, you want to go to the Grand Canyon, you, 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 you want to go there plus. So you can't say it wasn't your intention. But in the opposite, if your intention was to throw it four, which is you, your intention was to do a biblical malach, happened to be that you, you overthrew it. You didn't intend, for, that's the shot. you didn't intend for it to land there. Then on a biblical level, you're not chayiv. And the culture, not only did you not think it should pass over, you didn't want it to rest there. If you threw something, your intention was, it's, I want it to land there wherever. Then you're going to be chayiv. Wherever is called kavana. It's not like, it's like when you play pool, the way I play pool. You don't have to aim to the hole. Then you'll never get ever. Anything should get it anywhere. That's called a, that was your kavanah. If you threw it within for Amis, which is not a problem biblically, and it happened to roll Chutzlar Ba'amas. Same idea. Why? Because you did not have kavana right for a zirika of Chiyuf. If you threw it beyond Arba Amis and then it rolled back in, Gavaldik. So it depends. If it rested, Al Mashu Chutzlar Ba'amas. Now, what does resting mean? I think a second, a moment. And then it rolled back in your chayiv. But if it didn't rest, you know, we call that, we call that bouncing. That's what Tarama means. It means if I'm standing in a shus hayachid, and there's a wall but a shus harabim, and I'm playing what's a game of ball, whatever that's called in London, that's the whole, that was the whole entertainment. They whack the, wall against, the ball against the wall, and it would bounce back. The other guy has to get it. So, so since it never rested, it bounced back, then you're potter. You're not allowed to do it, but you're potter. Chevre. The Simcha, we are beginning today's final chapter. Today's final chapter has the Perik Yudalot, has 24 halachas. And finally, we're going to be learning about the definition of the Arba Rishuyas. Really, the two, the Rishuyas that are Machayev is Rishus Ayachad, Rishus Arabim. And there are a Rishus called a Karmelis. And then there's a Rishus called a Makam Petur. And that will be this chapter. Chavra Perik Yudalot, Halacha Aleph. Says Rambam, Arba Rishuyas, L'Shabbos, there are four domains that are part of Hilcha Shabbos. In regard to the to the malacha of Haitzah, 
what we call a private domain, what we call a public domain, what we call a Karmelist, there are various interpretations to the word Karmelist. Let's go with one, that Almana, Ke Almana, and Almana is not a maiden, nor she's married. Nishtahir, Nishtahin, not a Rishusayachad, not a Rishusarabid, and they mark him Ptur. Now, let's go one by one. It's always Lahayr the Seder. The Seder is to be explained. Normally, the Chacham says, Al Rishon Rishon, there's no greater Chacham than the Rambam, but for some reason, first he defines, he says Rishusayachad first, but when he's defining it, he's beginning with Rishusarabid. Ezi Rishusarabim, Midbarois, Big Chidish this. Now, when the Yidin were in the Midbar, that's one thing. Many Rishonim hold that a Midbar is a Karmelist. The Ramam says a Midbar is a Rishusarabim. The Yarim, forests. Only Rishusarabim because there were Kriyats and Mitzrayim in there. The Ramam doesn't say that. The big topic. Now, guys, I know that in our Rambam here it says the word fields. Big Machloik is whether the Ramam wrote this over here. Many are of the opinion that the Ramam wrote over here the words Ayoroi cities. Okay. And not only the cities, but the highways going in and out of the city. The, the thoroughfares, that means streets that are open. The Ramam doesn't write that it has to go straight. But the Ramam writes regarding these roads that are going into the city. The, 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 every road needs to have a width of 16 amas, which by the way, our roads here in America have that width, but it's considered a wide road, and, and it should not, there should be no roof over the road. What doesn't the Rambam mention? Be aware, that's very big. What's a Rishus HaYachet? Rishus HaYachet has nothing to do with ownership. In other words, when it comes to other halachas in the Torah, what I mean, in a private domain is it belongs to a private person. Not, nothing to do with that. It's an enclosed area. Now, an enclosed area means either an area within walls, or the whole area is built on top of a, a little mound. If there is a tail, if there is a mound that has the height of ten tfachim, now, one second, we have to go into a detail that Ramam is going to write later. There are many areas that the incline is very subtle. So we, even though eventually you hit ten tfachim, which isn't that much, if it's a very slight incline, it won't be included in the halacha. We'll learn about the criteria for that soon. But if there is a steep mound and the top of it is ten tfachim and verachav arba'a with a hay, remember that people confuse because you have the daladamas but the for this for these dinim it's four tfachim. Once you get into it enough time, you, you, you don't get confused, hopefully. So it's 10 Tfachim high, 4 by 4 Tfachim. Or more, that's when it's up. Same thing if it goes in the ground. Is there a max? No, no max. It's Vika. If it's, made, if it's made for a living area, no max. That's a more correct answer. If it's not made for a living area, we'll learn about this one. Or if it's in the ground. And it's deep, ten tfachim or more, and it's wide, arba'a, four by four or more. And now v'chein is a place that's surrounded with four mechitzas. How tall must a mechitza be? Four tfachim tall. What's the inner space within the walls? Four by four tfachim or more. What's the maximum space? As Tzvik says, the Rambam Tzvika, even if you have kamamilin, im hukafladira. If it was surrounded for what halacha considers for you to live in there, that will exclude certain storage areas. 
if it's beyond the karpeif. Remember that? We're going to learn about, okay. Like, like a Medina. A Medina, guys, is, it means a whole city. City is public domain. doesn't matter if you have a city that's surrounded with walls. Now, no, cities have, people have to go in and out. So these are cities that Amam says that the walls are closed at night. Not potentially closed. That Amam writes, the whole city is called the Rishosayachet. Or you have a Mavi. Now, a Mavi will be a lot connected to Hilchas Edevin, but Bikitsa, you had then off the main thorough streets that were Rishosarabim, you had Kul Desak. So you had these alleyways, and they are closed from three sides. And not only that, but the place where it opened up to the public domain had a Lechi. Or a koido. We'll speak about this in El Chaserim. This is not enough time. There was some other stick that's going up, or there was a cross beam going uh, length, going widthwise. Vechein chatzad. Or if you have a courtyard, dir means a corral. Dir is where, where animals run around freely. Or you have a sad. A sad is a stable, so it's already a closed room for an animal. If shuhuk for ladira, that's called ladira. Kulam reshus hayachet gemurahin. Halacha base. By a city, that if the walls, that even if there's a mavoi over it. Not, no movie, no movie. If the whole city, if the city has walls and it's closed at night, the whole city is a Rishul Sayyachet. It doesn't close at night, but it has a mavoi, that's not enough. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. Halacha base. Even vessels, like a ship, like a boat, or a migdol, it's a big wooden closet, or a beehive. The Think about a beehive. In other words, it's, it's a keli. The beehive, well, if the beehive, if the wall of the beehive is 10 tfachim, which is not that much, it's a big beehive, and inside is 4 by 4 tfachim, even though it's in the public domain, putting something in it is putting something in a Rishul Sayyachet. In Yeshmam Arba Lahab, Gavas Oral Yeser, that's a Rishul Sayyachet Gemura. You can argue the Kaili estate is not, is not stationary. I don't care that it's not stationary. Halacha 3. Oy Viak Solim. It's good that the room is cold. If whoever is falling asleep, make a couple of, uh, dance a little bit. Oy Viak Solim. Now, the, 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 if inside the walls there's 4 by 4 Tfachim, how do we view the crevices within the wall? So you have to know in which direction is it open to. The ones that are open to the Rishos HaYachid is Rishos HaYachid. If it's opened up, why? Because if the walls make the area within the walls into a Rishos HaYachid, so the wall itself avad is Rishos HaYachid. Okay? Now, avid Rishos HaYachid, what about the airspace going up? So here's the big difference. Until the heavens is Rishul Sayyachet. The airspace above Rishul Sarabim is only a Rishul Sarabim for 10 Tfachim. Remember that. Rishul Sayyachet, Rishul Sayyachet, Ad until you hit the heavens. Avil Rishul Sarabim, that's why I cannot build over your private property. Even if you have a little, a little house, and I'm going to build what they call these mansions over here that people love, the pala, and I, I cannot build over your property. Avil Rishul Sarabim, it's only the Shusarabim until 10 Tfachim, which is so little. Above 10 Tfachim, right? It's called a Makim Ptur. Wow. Okay. Now, now let's go to the next one. What's a Karmelis? Is a Karmelis? Tail Shiyesh Bayabal Arba. If there is this mound that has the 4x4 four four Tfachim or more, but it's not higher 10 Tfachim. But it cannot be within three of the ground because if it's within three from the ground, then you'll have a din of love of, of, of that ground, whether it's a Shusariach or a Shusarabim. So it's from three until ten. Shakarmalis enoi toisefes elo adasodom. 
It's very important. Because once you're going to go beyond Asarat Fakhim, in the Rishus Arabim, what will that be? That will be a Makam Ptur. Okay? Or I'll tell you, Ve'ein Rach Bapachas Ma'arbal Arba, Ve'ein Chirit Sheshwe Arbal Arba, or more than four by four. And it begins, it's not within if you're going down three Tfachim from the ground. It's three or more than three, but only until ten. If it would be ten, what would that be? But it's not ten. It's a place that's surrounded by four walls, but the walls themselves are three Tfachim high or more, but they're not ten. They're a little bit less than ten. And the area in between them has four by four. That's called the Karmelis, right? And look at me. If the area in between has less than four by four, what do we call that? I'm welcome to if you have a little corner, a little, a little nook that's near the Rishos Arabim, that's going to be also a Mavi, but just the beginning of a Mavi, but there's no Lechi, there's no Kaira. It's surrounded by three walls. Three walls, ten Tfachim and taller. But the fourth side is completely opened. That's the Mavi that we'll learn about an Ilchas Eidavim that doesn't have the Lechi, doesn't have the Kaira. Or seas, bodies of waters, or valleys, even though people are walking through it, or when people are not walking through it, which is summer or winter, all of these are considered the karmelis. Halacha 5, the airspace of a karmelis is only like a karmelis up until 10 tzvachim. Lamayla ma'asara, in the airspace above an karmelis, is like the avir of a reshusarabim, beyond 10, and that's called a makam tur. Lathikach and therefore, so now that we establish that a body of water, like the Pacific Ocean, is a din of a karmelis, the air on top of the water, of a sea or of a river, but if you go into the ocean, you don't say that if you are lower beyond ten tfachim in, it's a makam ptur. In the sea, all the way down until the earth, it has a din of a karmelis. Halach A storage vat in a karmelis has a din of a karmelis. Even though it's thick a hundred amas. Im ein by arba. That's important because what would be the din if it has arba by arba? What it would be? It would be a rishus ayachet. Rishus arabam shoyis alad tikra. Also, if you have a rishus arabam that has a roof over it, oy shein berach b'sheish esrei ama. Or the only criteria missing is that fact that it's not sixteen amos wide. That also has a din of a karmelis. Another din. It's the bal shebein hamodim ayin rishus arabam. It was common that when people would sell wares. They would display them in the public domain. But sometimes in the public domain there would be these pillars. And on the pillar they would put some sort of platform. So this platform has a din of a, of a karmelis. Even though it's in the Rishusarabim area. But it's a platform. See the Rishusarabim. See the Rishusarabim. Big machlek is what that means. It's not, a, it's not your normal sidewalk. It's not an area that people walk through with ease. It's a certain area off the Rishusarabim that only bedoichik can you get there. Has a din of a karmelis. Avul beinu amudim, but the areas in between the pillars that everyone regularly walks through when they're walking through the rishus arabim. Hoyel v'rabim dorsen b'neim adim rishus arab. It has to do if something is adjacent to the public domain and everyone when they're walking walk there, which would be a sidewalk. But then you know sometimes you have like here you have you have um, in front of the store people can walk into that little nook. That's called a karmelis. Halacha zayin what's a makam ptur like this makam that is less than four by four. And it's three tfachim or more above the ground. Until where? Until the heavens. Why does it have to be three or more? Because any location that's less, that's three or less within the ground has the din of that ground. Afilu, kutsimu, barkonim, even different types of bushes, right, that are very uncomfortable to touch. They're filled with spikes. 
oigalalim or you have in the manure. That's b'rishul sanabim. So we say that if it's high off the ground, three tvacham or more, if the top of it doesn't have four by four, it's a makam You know what you would say today, makam a mailbox. The top of a mailbox doesn't have four by tvacham by four tvacham. A fire hydrant. Very good. The chain, it's a groove. She'ain by arba'a al arba'a. Right, this is in the Rosh Hashayachid. Va'amka mishlai she'ada tahoim in the ground. The chain, makim hamukav. If you have an area that's surrounded, but inside that surrounded area with walls, you don't have the four by four. Even if it's a hundred, a thousand mil long. Right? But it's width, you don't square it. If the width is not four, it's four minus a barley bean. You understand? Not like a Hilchas Mezuzah that I'm on Pascha, the four Amas by four Amas can be squared. Not over here. Every direction has to have at least four Tfachim. The Gavay Mishlai Shavamayla, that's called the Makabtur. The Chain Avir Shusarabim, the ear above the Shusarabim, the airspace above our Kamals, above ten Tfachim, is Vaita the Makabtur. Okay, now we got that. Halachiches. Exception. Any place that has exactly ten Tfachim above the ground. So they had it commonly then. Even though it's like there's a beam in the ground of the Shusarabim, and it has a, it has a top. But it's exactly nine tfacham above the ground. And people would commonly use it when they're walking with a backpack to adjust their stuff on it. They would put it on it and they would, they would adjust it. That has a din of a Rosh And I don't care how, how, how big is the Oyrech and Reichet. That means that even if it doesn't have four by four, it's not a Makam Ptur. It's, not a, it's considered a Rosh Hashanah. Because when there is an area in the public domain that the public are using to adjust their wares, that has a din of a Rosh Hashanah. But if it's a little bit taller than nine Fachim, or a little bit less than nine Fachim, then, it's, then that, that was not commonly used for people to adjust their stuff. It says nine, it's also no, no, if it's less than nine, even a drop, but then if there's four by four, it's a caramelist. If it doesn't have four by four, then it has a din of a makam tur. Now, what happens if you have houses that are lower than the level of the street? That happens in any hilly area. And therefore, it's possible that right adjacent to the public street, there is the roof of the house from the other block. Do we say that if people use it to adjust their wares... If, on the same level, they put stuff down there. Does it have a din of a Sarabim? And it depends whether it's discernible when it, whether people see that this is private property. So here's the din. If the top of a roof is on the same level, more or less, of your public domain, or it's in, within ten tfachim, so if people are using it, you can't carry on that roof. Even though it's really... Because people are using it as a Rosh So what do you need to do? In America, you put up a sign, uh, you know, tra- private property. Here, what you did is, is that you would have to have a ladder that's left there Shabbos on the weekday. When people are in the public domain, if they can see that from the roof there's a ladder going down onto a yard, they'll see that this roof belongs to a yard. That's enough. Next thing. Amud you have a pillar that's in the Rosh Hashanah. Even though it's planted into the public domain, the top of that pillar has a din of a Rosh Hashanah. Now, 
begavoy yosid kol shuhu. Why is it? A, why is it a reshusayachid? Because it's ten tefachim off the ground. Guys, here's the pillar, and somewhere in the ten there is a peg sticking out, and people in the rabim are using that peg to hang something up. You only measure the ten tefachim above the peg, so this lowered the height. Not begavoy yosid kol shuhu even. Even if it's not three tfachim above the ground. Since that's a peg which allows people in the public domain to use, that diminishes the height of that pillar. You don't measure from the ground. And therefore, if it doesn't have the ten tfachim height from the peg up, there's only less than ten. The top of the pillar is four by four. That's a carmelist. And therefore, if there's many pegs, every peg you only measure from the highest peg up. What about like we mentioned before, holes in a wall? So, which way is it facing? So, the holes in the wall that's facing the Roshosayachid has a den of Roshosayachid. But we don't say it the other direction. But if there's a hole in the wall that's open to the Rishos Arabim, you know, it's, it's accessible to the Rishos Arabim people, we don't say it has a din of Rishos Arabim. It depends on the size of the hole. Whether it's going to be a din of a Carmelist, whether it's a Mokim Petur, as Ramam explains, Ketzad, Why is it accessible to the Rishos Arabim? Because it's open to the side of the Rishos Arabim. If there is four by four, and it's above the ground, ten Tfachim, that's a bona fide Rishusayachid, which is worst case scenario. Because that means if you're going to put something in there from the Rishusarabim, that's a Yechayev. If the hole is four by four, but it's not ten Tvachim off the ground, that's a Karmelist. Also, you know, Patalavalas. If he doesn't even have four by four, that's called a Makam All of this is only if the hole is three Tvachim or above the ground, because if the hole is within three Tvachim off the ground, if it's accessible to the Rishusarabim, it will have a din of a Rishusarabim. Now that we established these four domains, okay, now what? So let's go. You are allowed to transfer within it. Even if the area inside it is many million, can be many million. We just said that because you don't square it off. If It needs to have the oirech and the roichav of four or tvachim. So if the roichav is 3.9, I don't care if the oirech is long with the golos. And you can carry metaltal bekula. Avol rishus rabam vekarmelis, as we learned in two chapters ago already. In metaltal naba ella ba arba ames. The im hevet oy hoishet oy zarek chutz la arba ames. But rishus rabam you're chayiv. That's that is mipiashmua. In the karmelis, you're not allowed to do it. But if you did it, you're not going to be punished on a biblical level. Potter she isra karmelis midivreim. And you might confuse it with a Rishos Rabbim, but in other words, really, it can be like a Rishos HaYachid. Now let's compound. If you did not need to have the item move to place B, from place A, you only want to remove it from place A, because there is a danger, like there is a thorn that's laying in the Karmelis, and you want to move it in the Karmelis. So since the Isud, to begin with, is only Rabbinic, Nachamal were learning that the Rabbis... Lachatchila, we're not goyzer. In our case, we learned yesterday by Makam Tsar, right by the Laos, or two days ago. Now we're learning about the moving it for Hezek. And even if you moved it, Ben Yamas, Vichin Cholcha Yoitzebuzet, Halacha Yud Beis. Keshem Shemutal Tata Bechol Makam, Keshem Shemutal Tata Bechol Makam Ktur. 
just like you are allowed to carry something from one place of this Rishus HaYachid to another place in this Rishus HaYachid, kach muta lahachnes mimenu l'Rishus HaYachid l'Rishus HaRabim ve'ein sarach leimer lekarmelis from a makim p'tur from a makim p'tur you are muted you are muted to go from a makim p'tur to a Rishus HaYachid muted to a Rishus HaRabim and zikher to a karmelis and similarly from a Rishus HaYachid from a Rishus HaRabim and from a karmelis, limokim p'tur, guys, not patur, mutter. Halach yud gimel. Kshem shu asa lo tatl bochal a karmelis, o kach asa lo hitz mimeno lo rishus ha-yachid, oi lo rishus ha-rabim, oi lo hachnes le karmelis lo rishus ha-yachid, oi lo rishus ha-rabim, and therefore imo hitzi v'yachnes, patur. Patur means you're not going to be punished, but you're asa mid rabbanan. Halach yud dalet. Hamo hitzi mi rishus ha-yachid, lo rishus ha-yachid, oi mi rishus ha-rabim, lo rishus ha-rabim, ve karmelis be-emsam, you're going to be potter. Now guys, I just want to make it clear again. That's if there is less than four Amis in the combined Rishul Sarabim. We already had that. So if you took something out from a Rishul Sarabim into a Karmelis, what did you do guys? You violated the Rabbinic. And now... You took it from the Karmelis into a Rishus HaYachid. Had you gone from the Rishus HaRabim to the Rishus HaYachid, you would be Chayv Chatos. Here it stopped in the Karmelis, or the other direction. And you put it there, so now it's stationary, and now you uprooted it from the Karmelis and you brought it to the Rishus HaRabim. So you know what the din is? You're still only potted. We don't say that the whole Malacha was done. No. Akira Hanacha ends it. Now there was another step. You did two derabonans, not one deraisa. Two derabonans don't make one deraisa. Very good. Halachat is above. Hamoitim nishus ayachal nishus anabim. You carried from private to public, right? Problematic. But va'avad al makim b'tur beinei and ba'alichasei. But you went through it. You walked through it. You didn't stop there. Who? You didn't stop there. You're going to be chayiv. Shamalach ena koimit. And as we learned today, even though the Ramam said you should be running, that's just to remind yourself not to stop. But really, if even walking is not called a hanach. If it, threw, if it flew through the airspace. Now, if you're standing in a Makim Tur, guys, listen, listen to this, you're standing in a Makim Tur. So going back then to your case, when you, just to clarify before answering your question, you have to know where you're standing. When you're moving, for, where are you standing? So if I'm standing in the Makim Tur, and I'm taking an item from the Rishul Sayyachid, or from the hand of a person that's stationary in the Rishul Sayyachid, it means I made, I made the Akira and I put it down with the Shusarabim. Or I put it down in the hand of a person in the Shusarabim. You know what the din is? You're gonna, it's going to blow your mind. You're potter. Wow. Because you're standing in a Makim Tur. Or in the other direction. And you're standing on Tur. Potter. Now, Allah design is good, Achis. So, those of us who forgot Shabbos, but we still remember Sukkah. So, now when we have said, like we said the following, say it by heart, that, uh, that, that what makes the top of a pillar, even if the pillar is planted in the, in the public domain, what would make it into a private domain if it's four by four and ten tvacham or more above the ground? Let's say it's ten tvacham above the ground and the top is four by four tvacham, but it's a pillar that goes down. It gets narrower as you get lower. So once you come closer to the ground, it doesn't have the four by four. So it doesn't have ten tfachim four by four. It's only four by four in the top. 
there's a concept called good aches, which means is that we take the top width and ki'ilu, that width is going to be going down all the way to the ground. We extend the walls down. So it does have four by four. The surface is, is four by four. But the bottom, if you were to measure the width and the length, it's not four by four. Even if the yesh In other words, guys, if it would only get narrow, Danny, once it's in the ground, once it's once it's within three, then there's lavud. You don't have the lavud. Even three and, uh, and more above the ground is not yet four by four. So you would argue maybe the whole thing is not a Rishus HaYachid. It is. Harek Rishus HaYachid. Good Aches. And therefore, Next case. Now we said about the, the Ramah began Rishus HaYachid if you have a, a mound. But here's the point. Um, there has to be an incline that's considered a, a sharp incline. What's a sharp incline? That when you travel for Amis, not for Tvachim, Within four Amis, you went ten Tfachim high, or ten Tfachim low. It's that steep or more. That's the key. Tail Hamislaket. There is an incline, there is a mound. And Goiva Asara Tfachim, and it, it's going up ten Tfachim within four Amis. The entire mound has a den of Rashusayachit. And therefore, Vimzarak Rashusayachit al Gabav Chayev. If you have this kana, you have this reed, and the reed is a hundred amas tall, right? And you threw something while you were standing on, in the Rishus Rabbim, and it rested on top, you're chayiv. Oh, and second, what's the chiddush here, remember? The Rishus Rabbim, what's the airspace above the Rishus Rabbim? The airspace above the Rishus Rabbim only goes ten tfachim. But the Rishus HaYachid airspace goes until the heavens. So if it landed on the Rishus HaYachid, I don't care how tall it is. Now another din. There's another chiddush here. Where did this where did this item go through? It went through a makim petur. Doesn't change anything. We just learned this right now because the akira was with Rishus Arabim. The hanacha was with Rishus Hayachid. The fact that it flew through a makim petur is nothing. You're going to be chayir. Rishus Hayachid. Now let's go into another nuance. The tree is standing in the in the in the in the, in the private domain, but its branches are hanging over to the Rishus Arabim. The Zarak, the Nach al Noifoy, you are standing in the Rishus Arabim. It landed on the branches. Now, what is the branch? Is, do you say the branch goes after the Iker or not? The Ramam says we don't say that. That's here, Lakula. Lakula. For the people that think Geja. Geja is garnish. It's not going to help you. You have to be your own. Just because you're coming out of vushteis tu halacha yudches, well, it helps, but it's not halacha yudches. Not kanem reshus arabim. If there is a uh, there is a reed, and on top of the reed there's a basket. Now, here we, it's not the pillar. We don't, we're not going to say godaches. The point is, is that the basket is not the reed. The basket taka has four by four, but the reed doesn't, and the and the basket is way above ten. You threw something, and instead of uh, it landing on the ground, it's stuck on the wall. How do you view that? It's stuck on the wall. Is that called a hanocha? Something sticky. For example, you threw fat or dough. It so depends. If it's stuck, what's Lamayla Masara Tvachim, my friends? 
mocking ptur kizorik ba'avir. Yeah, it doesn't matter that the wall itself is separating something that's on the other side of it. But we already said that crevices that are, that are accessible to the rishus arabim won't have a din of rishus ayachet, even if the wall is making the other side of the rishus ayachet. And here it's not in the wall; it's on the side of the wall. So if it's above ten tefachim, it has a din of a makim ptur. If it sticks on the wall of matamasara tefachim, it has a din because Danny, it's as if it rested in the airspace. That's the word. It re- makim ptur lower than ten is the rishus rabim v'chayiv zarek l'may l'masara v'nach v'nach b'choir kol shuhu. Right? Then it's not again. It's not a rishus ayachet. You're going to be potter. Halacha yutas. Here you have a stick, my friends, a very long stick, and you threw it, and it rested upright. Now here's a challenge. Let's say I threw it from a Rosh Hashanah, and it rested in the Rosh Hashanah, but the Rosh Hashanah only goes until 10 Tvachim. This stick is more than 10 Tvachim tall. So the bottom is Taka Nach the Rosh Hashanah, but the other head is Nach B'Makim Tur. I'm going to be Potter. It's not Mutter. Even though we said from Rishu Sarabim, Rishu Sayachatu Makim Ptur is okay, but here some of it is Rishu Sarabim, but not all of it. Shalei Miksasoi B'Makim Ptur, because it's higher than 10 Tvachim. Another case, Zara Keli Mirishu Sayachat, Rishu Sarabim. Now, if this Keli, what did the Raman Paskin, that a Keli itself has a den of Rishu Sayachat? Guys, if the wall of your pots are 10 Tvachim tall, and the inside of the walls of your pot are 4 by 4 even though it's stationary, it has a den of its own Rishus. So, what happens if that pot was that which was transferred? I threw the pot from Rishus Ayachat to Rishus Arabim. And that keli was big that it's 4 by 4 in the, in the, in the height of 10. You know what the name will be? Imagine, I'm potter. So Imamash, amazing. Even though it's not under the Shusarabim. Now, the next halach is going to be Aboya Deloy Ifshita, and the Rambam now, as we'll see, is not going to be consistent. He will always pass in Lakula. What is the case? You have a boy that's nine Tfachim deep, and it's in the in Shusarabim. Guys, halt cup. What is the din of that boy? Karmelis. It's four by four, but it's nine Tfachim. Now, I went ahead and I lifted up the chunk of earth in the bottom I'm not talking about the issue now of making Kharishit I'm not going I'm focusing now on, 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 on move. and now that I moved it out once that's removed this boy is a Rishus Ayachit and I put it to Rishus Arabim guys the Ramam will always be lenient he won't be consistent so maybe now you should say that you removed it from it. We don't say so. Because prior to me making the Akira, there was not a, there was not, it was not a Rishus HaYachid. And now let's go like this. There is a boy, Hoya boy Asara. What's the name of the boy, my friends? Rishus HaYachid. And I threw something in it. I threw earth, not something. So the earth now is bottled because when it lands, it's going to remain there. And when it lands, it's now less than 10. Here I'm going to be potter. Here I will say that since, even though it 
prior to the Hanach, it was a Rishus HaYachid, but on the other hand, since Vabasachas, when it landed, it now doesn't have a din of a Rishus HaYachid. Guys, that's the rule. Whenever there's a Boya Deloy Ifshatan Gemara, and the Rambam is paskening Misafik, Lakula, you can be inconsistent. The Rambam is Lakula in both directions. Now, it's not Mutter, but it's not Chayev. Halacha Chafalaf. Hazoirik Daf, the Nachal Gabi, you say this. So you're throwing, guys, if you'll help up here, from a Rishus HaYachid. And you have this plank, and it landed on pegs in the Rishusarabim. And as it landed, guys, since the plank is four by four, it becomes a Rishusayachid. What did the Ramam say over here? The same, same concept. Yeah, but it's the same concept. If we say Boim Ka'achas, if we say Boim Ka'achas, I'm good. Because now, while it landed, I made another Rishusayachid. Rishusayachid, Rishusayachid, I'm not violating Yisodoy Raisa. Again, we'll be leaning, and that's even if there was a keli on the plank. I feel like keli agabad daf potter. Shari asiyas amechitzi im nuchas a keli boim kachas the same of above. Halacha chav base. Another application. Another application. Boim shu amakasora. There is a there is a, a deep boim. It's it's ten. Now, guys, it's it's eight by eight. It's eight by eight. And all of that is with shus What's the din of this boim? Shus hayochet. Wait, eight by eight? Mm-hmm. Double the size. Double the size. Oh, the now, the, the depth, depth is 10. Okay. When I threw the plank in, as of now, I'm throwing it, it landed upright, actually divided the bite into two. Now, it was exactly eight by eight. The plank itself has episamashu of width. So now each side has a drop less than four by four. Boim ka'achas Even if it's only a mat. And it's a, no, it's a Carmelis. It's a Carmelis. Yeah. Because, um, I take that back. I, I'm at Makam Tur. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makam Makam Tur. Slicha. Halacha Chavgimol. Boy, Rishusarabim. If you have a pit in the public domain, which is Omek Asara and four by four. Guys, what is this? And it's filled with water, and you threw something in there, and it rested on the water, Yechayev. Why? Because now, I do want to point out that we learned today that when you make a akira from something that's soft, al-gaba hamayim, that Amam says, it's not called a akira me'al makim. So this has to be figured out. Next, hoyim ali if it's if the pit was filled with produce, the depth of the pit. correct. In other words, fill, water doesn't reduce the depth, but you know what? Peros reduces the the depth, and now it becomes a karmelis. So therefore, guys, the final halacha of dalid, mayim. Guys, there is in the Rishusarabim, Sometimes there were irrigation uh, channels. That, 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 that had water walking through it and people also walked through it and it became muddy what's the status of that, of that, of that little crevice in the ground and people walk in it what normally we would say it has the status we would say it has the status of a um, of a commerce, we don't say that. We don't say that. We say it has a din of the Rashusarabim because people push it and walk through there. Whether whether it was wide. It's because it's more than three feet. Is that what yes, that, that, no, if it's less than three, Avada Rashusarabim. 
If it doesn't even have four, normally what would that be? It's, 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 even though most people don't walk in it, but they're jumping over it. And some people walk in it. It's part of the Rishus Rabbim. However, if it's deep ten, now guys, then since water goes through, it's a body of water. What's the name of a body of water? A caramelis. When is it a caramelis? If it has the width of four tvachim, because if it doesn't have four by four, then it's considered a makim ptor, mazel toy for today's free prakim. God willing to be continued. Wow.